Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions on the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. All right, Mike. What are we going to discuss today? Let's talk about it. The most recent police shooting that led to looting, that led to rioting, vandalism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> did you hear about that one in Philly? Oh, I did. Well, you want to start with that one? Uh, how did you hear about it? Um, and I'm going somewhere with this, so indulge me. Well, uh, I heard about, I think I heard about the riots first. Funny you should mention it. Yeah. I did as well. Yeah. Right? And I said, well, that's weird. Why do you know, what's going on? I know Jim always saying, hey, they're still out there protesting and rioting. You know, and I'm like, over the George Floyd thing. And I said, I'm just not hearing this. But then sitting at the dinner table last night, my niece says, hey, uh, did you hear about that guy getting shot by the police? First thing I did was, damn, tell me, tell me. Not a white cop shooting a black man. And she said, it was a white cop, shot a, shot a black man. I was like, yeah, okay. But this time I didn't hear the, the, the normal unarmed, right? And not everybody says that, but normally it's just, you know, white officer shooting a, a black man. So then I go, start scrolling, you know, looking for a searching and bam, it just pops up. And I saw it and I was like, okay. First time I thought I heard the officer said, drop the gun dropped the gun, and I was like, but I didn't see a gun. I saw something, but it wasn't a gun to me. Cause you know, I just, I like looking at it in real time. You know how we say, I like looking at it in real time just to try to get a sense of uh, context here, right? Mm -hmm. So then when I watched it, I said, oh, I, didn't see, I didn't see a gun. So I watched it again. I said, yeah, it wasn't a gun, he had a knife. And then I watched it a third time and he said, put the knife down, put the knife down. And then I saw him somewhat charge at him and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I, I did think I heard someone say something about a gun. But I don't know if yeah. that was a bystander saying something. It might have been the, the guy taking the video. I'm not quite sure. I, I thought I heard the word gun when I initially right. watched it. Um, but, yeah, then it was clear they were talking about the knife. Yeah. And then, I'm, you know, I see a lot of conversations about it. And why didn't they tase him? Why didn't they, you know, they could have just tased him. I said, well, that's true. Let's go back to the video. Well, it's actually not true because what? they don't have tasers. That's why I said that. That's yeah. why I said, let's go back to the video. Yeah. And I said, oops, they don't have it. You know, yeah, they, they didn't have tasers. And yeah. I think there was something about the department said they need more money to get every officer a taser. Right. It's right. not like so. they're just getting get them for free. Exactly. But, right. you know, some people would have had a hard time with that as well. Right. And well, and I understand that if a department, you know, has levels of force, I understand that they should have distinct, clear levels of force. Right. But I also understand that a man with a knife is deadly is, is a deadly threat. Yeah. Especially within that 21 feet or, you know. Uh, yeah. So I just had to explain the 21, 21 feet uh, rule, if you will, to uh, some family members last night. And they were like, what? And I was I was searched so hard for that video. You didn't find it? You know, no, I didn't find it. I didn't. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, if I did it right now, I guarantee it would pop up. But Well, you could have you could have yeah. just, just showed them. I mean, you could have gave him a head start and said, all right, here, yeah, I got that's a plastic true. spoon. That's true. I'm yeah. going to stand 21 feet from you. <laughs> right. And, and when, when you see me move, I want you to draw your weapon.
happen. Yeah, yeah. You chose Yeah, I'll, I'll find it though. Yeah. You know, and I'm not as young as I used to be, so it might take me a, you know, extra two seconds to get to so it. So maybe you should start at 15 feet. <laughs> yeah, 15 people. And 15 then it runs yeah. the last two feet. Right, right. But no, uh, getting back on topic though, it was a justified shooting to me. I, you know, I would say I hate to say it, but I don't because I like calling things as I see it. And I just don't understand the outrage over that, you know? Before I even talk about the outrage, I just want to talk about the elephant in the room. When I watched that video, it was almost comical, not because a man lost his life. It's never funny when anybody loses their life. It was comical when I saw a policeman running around a car, like ring around the posy playing a game. If that is not trying to avoid a deadly situation, I don't know what is. It wasn't like they showed up to kill a man and the guy just came out with a knife. They said, drop the knife, drop the knife and shot him. They literally ran away from this man. Yeah. Like if you you think about it quite a distance, I mean, it was like two and a half or two to two and a half car lengths away. You know, the cars were parked. And then, you know, first video when he went around, I think it was two car lengths. Yeah. Right. And I was like, wow, man, because, oh, I didn't say this. I didn't see like right when the video first starts and the gentleman, I think his name was Walter Wallace. He was right there next to the car, pretty much in the middle of the street when his mother first tried to grab him. I was like, wow, he has a knife right there. Right. So when he when he went around the car, I was like, "Wow, man, he the cop is running away. He he could have shot him." Right, right. You know? that, well, that's what I was trying to point out. That's the elephant in the room to me is these officers had other opportunities. They were justified in using lethal force. Yeah, but, but why didn't. do you think he didn't? What's that? This is going back to our law enforcement training here. Why do you think he didn't? Because of the backlash from all of it. They didn't want to shoot a black man, of course. I don't think it was that. What do you mean? I think, think, I think it was. I think it was good training. You if think you it was look good at, training? yeah, I mean, if you look at it, they're backing uh, up, backing up. Put, no, no, put no. The knife down. No, I say that because his mother was in the way. Right, but also the, the you know officers I mean? were split too, and at some point there was a crossfire there. Yeah. So I don't know if training was the, the driving force. I think I think these officers are very apprehensive to shoot people now. Because it's their job, it's their career, life-threatening, their death threats. I mean, I think, I don't know if training is, is I mean, good training is good training, but I don't know if this is, uh, there was a shooting, I don't want to jump in the book, there was a shooting where a guy had to tackle a guy and threw his gun while the guy, that was good training. But this one, I think there's a little more uh, social awareness than just good training. Well, training, well, I don't want to get into the, you know, we're talking about someone who lost their life here. Right. But I don't want to get into that. The reason why I was giving them kudos, because from what I saw from that one video perspective, is that you had someone else in, in the line of fire. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be uh, uh, cognizant of what what's going to happen once that bullet leaves your target as well. Look right. at the Breonna Taylor case, right? Sure. So, that's why I say his mother was there. Other people were there on the sidewalk. But then when he came into the middle of the street, it was just him. And he was still that threat. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. And well, that, that's why I say it was it was good training. But That's what I was just saying, though. But him running around the car, I don't know if that helped the situation. It didn't put him in any better position. Like if they were just oh, okay. to back down the street instead of one officer running around the car and the other one over here, that's why oh, I, was saying, I, I didn't feel I like you. it was just all training. I mean, right. maybe the, the, the evasive techniques. Yes. But I yeah. think the fact that they split officers created a crossfire and neither one of them would have had a good shot if he actually decided to stab somebody. Right. Now, so, did you, I don't know if you heard or read that uh, the guy was bipolar. That's what was said. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. was like, wow, here we go. Another one. 
You right. know what I mean? It's nothing. But it's how are the officers supposed to know that? And, and what do, what does that change? Yeah. What does that change you know? the scenario? Because they, they're crying for, you know, getting people to de-escalate. So what are you going to send a social worker to talk to a bipolar guy with a knife? Right. Like, what do you, well, if, I mean, if, if, I think Tatum brought that up. Uh, I, I think uh, Tatum, I, I'm not sure where I heard it, but I think it was Officer Tatum brought that up. He's like, if the mother couldn't stop him, what makes you think the cops are going to stop him? Cops are total right. strangers. Right. You know, so if you're going to try to talk this guy out of it and get him down, his own mother couldn't do that. The community tried. Right. The mother tried. And then, you know, the last or first line of defense, you know, for the community, you know what I mean? Right. They come and, and he just snapped. So, and that's the result of it. So we agree it was a good shooting and we don't understand the, just, the outrage. Um, so let's pivot into the, the reactions after. And that's kind of why I wanted to let, the, let it play. I don't ever like to see anybody die. It really kind of grosses me out, period. Well, I kind of like the way the video, and I don't think he did it intentionally, how it went down towards the, the ground. Right. As the shooting happened and then it came back up after he was laid down. Do you know why that happened? Probably because he was in shock. I'm just yeah, and I'm pretty sure he had to see it with his own eyes to see if it was real. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when you're behind a camera, a lot of things get distorted and you really can't yeah. even tell what you're seeing. So yeah. that's probably why that happened. Just yeah. a guess, but it's kind of human nature. Yeah. So, but what happened after the, the, the gentleman was shot? Uh, the mother was, she got a little irate. Uh, threw, threw something at the officer. It was I, a phone. I, well, yeah, phone. I figured yeah. it was. Yeah. But I get that. You know, I get yeah. that. You know, I'm not I'm not even, you know, even if I was that officer, I'd take that hit regardless. I think I would have done what he did. Yeah. Moved out the way. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I mean, when I'm going to take the hit, I mean, I I know mad at mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it just once again, man, it just seems like they were just I don't know, man. They were just aware of. And that's why I go back to training. They were just aware of everything going on. It's like, you know, you've seen some officers take older women and they slam them down for whatever reason. And they did none of that. You, they, you know no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I came across that way, Mike. I wasn't discrediting their training. I think they oh, were highly that's, trained. That's the way it came across. Go ahead. But I do feel, she's just trying to make it like, that's all you're doing. <laughs> but I, I just feel like that there was some of the social justice concern, which is what made him do something crazy, like running around the circles in a car. Right. So he could have stood his ground and had, he'd have been completely justified, but he gave that extra chance. Yeah. So that's extra, why I feel that that extra, was something, extra. right. Some preservation there, yeah. uh, whether for the community or his job or his life or whatever. So, yeah. But so after the mother throws the, the phone, what did you see? You didn't find it like interesting. I mean, I get the mother and the grieving that, you know, the, the but the, the officers are trying to get to him to help him. Yeah. And then I saw a bunch of people coming in and just giving the officers crap. Like, here's a man dying yeah. that you're supposedly caring about. And the people who are trained to help him, you're not letting them in because you right. think they're the bad guys who just shot him. Right. And you witnessed all this. So you you clearly, obviously don't think the officers did the right thing or are still the bad guys. Right. But you still have a man dying and you're not letting the people train to help him in to get help him. Right. That's weird. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. mm, I don't know if it's weird. I just look at it as bad. You, you, You are, you are part of the problem, not the solution. Right. 
You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because who, who knows? He could have survived. I don't know. You know, we can all have that 2020, 2020. So hindsight right. is always 2020, you know, but they could have possibly saved him. Right. You know, we had the other guy, uh, what's his name? Jacob. Mr. Jacobs, he got Wait. shot in the back seven times and he survived. So you just never know. That's my whole point. Right. And they, they, <sighs> it was too emotional. Right. Yeah, that's that's the best way I could put it. They were uh, riled up emotionally, and they prevented the officers from giving aid, even though you know they just shot them. It doesn't matter; they were still willing to give them aid, you know, as much as they could. Right. And they prevented that from happening. So I want to address something that just because you know of all the the armchair quarterbacks and people like that. Let's say you were one of those people bystanders. What would you have done? I was, I was in that community, like I knew him. Yeah, you were like right oh, there. Why would I would tackle him? I would tackle him. Exactly, and that's exactly what I was thinking right there myself. I'm like, if you want to talk like the officers are doing the wrong thing, and you're sitting there videotaping or doing absolutely nothing, then you are wrong. Yeah. This is a man you know. If you know he's bipolar, he's got a knife. So what? You shouldn't be threatened, right? Because the officers right. aren't allowed to be threatened. So why are you threatened? then you should have tackled them. You should have did something. In fact, the officers shouldn't even have been called because this woman, his mother, is is pleading with him and you're sitting there watching and yet you're going to try to act like this is a community thing? Right. I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. But then when everything goes... uh wrong, let's say, in your eyes, it's it's like, okay, now you're not even caring about the person you're... Say you say you care about. I didn't get it. I, I really. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I said, I like to call it as I see it. And in this case, I understand. I'm just gonna say, yeah, okay. He he has a mental disorder. That has nothing to do with what happened. Right. As far as they should have known better or whatever. I'll I'll say his mother. Hats off to her. I, I, I will pray for her. I agree with her, but. Those other people, and I'm not even blaming the person in the car because I don't know if they they if he knew them like that. You know what he, I mean? He didn't say his his wheels. He wasn't talking about his wheels. His tire. I don't know what he was talking. Maybe you tell me. Maybe it's some slang. I don't know. But it sounded like no. he was saying, "Don't shoot my tires." Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the part I wish was cut off. Okay. You know what I mean? But no, all those people that say they carry in the community and that were trying to help they, from a distance, you know, and maybe they didn't want to get caught in a crossfire, if you will. But they, to me, nah, I already know what I would have done. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I mean, that could have been resolved before the cops even got there. Yeah. But it's not like Absolutely. the cops showed up and then he came out with a knife. Clearly right. we're missing some footage. Right. So something happened that could have been squashed by the community who apparently cares so much for this guy that they would actually go out and destroy the rest of their community. Oh yeah. Or portions thereof. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you know, that has a whole lot to do with it when you loot a, what is it, a Target or whatever, Walmart? I don't know what to Oh, mean. I didn't hear it yet. I just heard, uh, oh, I read some uh, stores. Oh, this video. Like a, oh, this yeah? Video. Yeah. Well, no, the two articles that I was reading on it, they didn't name like Walmart. Oh, or yeah. Target, so yeah, I don't remember what the stores were either. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, somehow that helps the grieving mother because you now have two 50-inch TVs. Right? Well, okay, I didn't see the 50-inch Oh, their boxes are all all out there. You see people carrying boxes. Yeah, they're. It might even be bigger than that. I don't know. But the yeah, point is, but looting people, does not. Yeah, it doesn't help. 
Right. right? Yeah, looting is not uh, standing up for Mr. Wallace, right. standing up for Black Lives Matter, standing up for anything. It's you see an opportunity to steal, to be a thief. And that's what they, they took the opportunity. Right. You, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think for people who if, if you don't work and you don't have much money, it, that might be a bonus. I mean, if you don't eventually get caught later, but for people in the community who are trying to thrive and make a living, number one, there's your store shut down. If they even come back and reopen mm-hmm. number two, there's jobs in that store that now people can't go to work. And number three, do you think you're getting some sort of reward? I mean, guess what the, the money that you just took comes from. It comes from future purchases, write-ups, yeah. markups and prices. They're going to get their money back. So your free TV only benefits you. Right. Mr. Wallace, not the black community, you. Yeah. So that is not a community. That is not an organized thing. That is a selfish, greedy, inconsiderate thing. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. And I, you know how much I hate to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was bad, man. It was I mean, the shooting is to me, it was justified. Uh, I, I hate this, that he got shot anyway, but. Then to hear that he had bi- he was bipolar, and now what I like is that the family immediately got on the media. Well, on not on the media, she, they went to the media and they were begging and pleading everyone to stop the rioting, stop the uh, looting, and everything. So hats off to them for that as well. Right, because they recognize that that's not yeah. this, this is not about. I, I did nope. want to go something we missed, um, and the, and the gentleman that took the video, um, he mentioned it. He's like. They shot him so many times. Apparently, I think what I said, I think I read it somewhere that each officer shot seven shots. That's 14 rounds. Oh, I didn't hear that, but okay. Yeah, that's what I think that the press release said from the chief, that each officer shot seven times. So why don't you give us your opinion on that? We might differ here. Training. Uh, You shoot until the threat is done. Right. The threat is no more. Fair enough. And then we have to consider that it's two officers looking at the same incident on their own. So one guy can't say, oh, he's shooting seven times, so I better not shoot. That's not how it happens. Yeah. And it it sounds so bad, man. And I get it. I get it. You know, it's just like, like I said, when I was talking to my niece last night and she was like, for real, when I was talking about the 21 foot rule. uh, And then she was like, well, couldn't they just shoot him in? I mean, she was she was sincere about it. Couldn't they just shoot him in the leg? I was like, no. No. I said, when that adrenaline, adrenaline is uh, pumping like that, it, it, sometimes they don't even feel it. Right. And you don't you know? realize the shots come very fast. So yeah. even if the guy gets hit by the first round and he's going to go down, by the time he actually goes down, you could be three, four shots deep. Yeah. In fact, you probably already got all seven shots off yeah. before he even responds to the first one. So, but, but for me, once again, hindsight, right? Right. Could they have shot less? Yeah. Right. But okay, and that's the best way I could put it. Well, I, I do think that there is there is legitimate um, concern there, and I think there could be some training adjustments. Like when I think about it, I think you can you can train cops to sh- shoot back, shoot back. You know, what I mean, withdrawal while you're shooting, one shot at a time. 
you know, instead of a boom, 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 kind of, you know, two shot, three shot, you know, I think that you could retrain officers to do more like that. But the problem is you're going to run into scenarios where that's not practical. Yeah, exactly. So in that scenario, they probably could have, I mean, if you're willing to run around a car, uh, you could shoot and back, shoot and back. Cause the guy did, well, Wallace did bolt from the car, but I think when they started shooting, it actually stopped. He wasn't in a full sprint anymore. You saw him sprint towards him? Well, when he was coming from behind the car, he was moving mm. much faster than he was during that whole thing. Yes. Mm. Okay. I didn't yeah, see you, that. But. You go back, watch the video. I, I, I'm, I'm positive. He, his speed changed when he came out from the car, but then he went right back into like a slow zombie walk. Well, I think that's a that's a classic case to hear you have two vets, two law enforcement uh, vets, if you will, right, um, who – might have seen just and just it's just a video so right we weren't there right we don't have any blood pumping we're just looking uh-huh mm-hmm. analyzing and we it's possible we saw two different things correct and now but, imagine imagine being yeah. in the in the moment that's, that's the point yeah that's yeah. that's the point where i try to explain to people and say hey it's easy to monday morning quarterback man. right but when you're in the heat of the moment nah you, you, you just can't do that and, and no. you know, people, people, people don't realize. I mean, they don't, they don't take that into consideration. I think. I think a lot of people just jump the gun on what they think is right. Half of them probably aren't even Monday Night Quarterback. They're probably just listening to what other people say. Yeah, but I will say this: when you say uh, you think the officers were thinking about, you know, what's going to happen if they shoot this guy? Nah, I still believe. You know, the number one concern: Hey, do your eight. Oh, it's not like they're locked up. I used to say that when I worked in prison. Do right. your eight and hit the gate. Just go home. Well, the no, main no. thing is you're going home. That's yeah, it. I agree with you. I agree with you that when they shot, that is all they were thinking about. When they yeah. actually perceived the real threat where there's no way out of this. But I think they could have been in that position earlier, which is why I said running around the car to me was stupid. I mean, but he thought it probably preserved an extra opportunity for the inevitable anyway. Because the guy no, wasn't like the guy was stopping. They didn't just go right. get cover. And then the guy's like, all right, I'm just going to stab you when you come out. It wasn't like that. He was pursuing them. Right. So, I mean, what were they to do? Turn around, run down the street? Because right. another thing you got to remember is it wasn't just the officer's lives in danger there. Yeah. I mean, if this guy has a mental disability, what's going to stop him from turning around and stabbing his own mom? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, but I, I was thinking more of other people. Well, uh, other people, too. Street. Yeah. But, but my point is there are other lives at stake here. And I guarantee if any one of those bystanders got stabbed, they would sue the police department because the cops didn't do anything to protect them. Yeah. Or if they would have tased him and it wasn't effective. Right. Right. If it wasn't effective and he got he got the, the, the things off of him and then he went and sliced somebody or stabbed someone. Right. And they'd be trying to sue the city or whatever right. municipality, With, you know. And I'm like. Once again, we can we can all talk about it afterwards and say the cops should have. But what I what I'm what I don't get is how no one's talking about what those men on the street could have right. done or should have done. The community. You know? Yeah, that's why when you ask me that question, if I knew him, yeah. And if I knew him to the point where I say I'm not getting involved, well, I'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, why it's frustrating. Cops handle it. It's yeah. why it's frustrating to me, Mike, because obviously, you know, I don't live in that community. I'm not even black, so I'm not supposed to talk about that community because I'm a racist, I guess. Uh, but I think like Brandon Tatum addressed it perfectly. 
Um, this is not just a cop problem. This is something that needs to be handled on both ends of the candle. It, it needs to it needs to happen on both ends. Yes, police reform things. I, I get it. I totally get it. But just like we merely pointed out here, there is something the community could have done before the police even got there. You know what I mean? If- yeah, yeah. But I think that you know, once that conversation gets started, it's just like like I said last night at the table. Once that conversation gets started, and people just acknowledge things, like yo, right? You, did you know he had a a knife? Yeah, but did they have to shoot him? Right. They couldn't tase him. Like I said, I went back to the video and like they didn't have a taser. Oh, oh. And that's how that was her reaction. Like oh, like right. okay, you acknowledge it. You know. They did everything they could. They gave him every opportunity. They didn't know he was bipolar. They didn't know he had a mental disorder. They you know, ran around the car. Yeah, not listening to his mom. Right. Not listening to other people who know him allegedly right. in the community. So, what should what should they have done? Yeah, I think you know? everyone out there needs to ask themselves that before they go looting. Yeah, just a cover up. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not even. They don't even care. They probably. I probably any. You know. Anybody looting out there probably didn't even know who he was or what happened. Didn't didn't even really hear. It. They just heard, "Hey, oh, somebody got killed. Let's go loot." Yeah, probably. Man, it's that's sad. wrong. It's sad. That's it makes, wrong, man. It makes the people who are trying to make a change, a positive step forward, look really bad. And it's yeah. sad. It's just sad. Yeah, when you talk about a positive change, that sets the change back. If you ask yes. me, yeah, you know, it's like two steps back after just making one step forward. Right. You know, and it's just like really. Because really, what's man? the message? What's the message you're sending? Right. Anytime a black guy gets killed by a, a white white cop, we're just going to break in, loot, and steal everything. It was wrong. We're tired of it. Let's go loot. Right. Yeah. Our neighborhood. Sounds like a plan. Put, yeah. put a lot of people out of jobs. Yeah. Because, you know, what's the difference? Yeah. Anyway, you know, this, is, this is one of those cases where I just can't. I, I just can't. It's frustrating. We need we yeah. need to have a, a full blown episode dedicated just to that kind of stuff and and what what we probably would could recommend to to make some real positive changes instead of uh, pretending the problems don't exist. Well, I think one of the first things, like I said, is you got to have the conversation. You have to acknowledge bad behavior on all right. sides. Well, that's why I said I think we need to have that conversation where yeah. we can acknowledge it, and then people will see that you know. Well. Yeah, yeah. You can have this conversation. I, yeah, but what I was getting at was, uh, yeah, it's easy to do it on this show because I admit to everything. You always, you never admit to your wrongdoings. Whatever, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you're fired. You're just, you're out of here. You're fired. All right. Well, that's a good, to- that's a good note to end on. Let's move into our, our pull the pin segment, uh, our favorite uh whatever you want to call it segment. Cause it's our only segment, but we'll, we'll introduce some other stuff later. Actually we'll run out of stuff to complain about. No, probably not, but uh, let's move on to pull the pin. You got anything, Mike? No, I don't have anything today, Jim. No, no. You have anything? Yeah. I, yeah. I always got something, but I really wanted to give you a chance to go, but if you don't want to go, I will go. Okay. Please do. Oh, all right. All right. So I'm going to pull the pin today on something I, I experienced the other day. Um, not directly um, through uh, vicariously through someone else, uh, but mm-hmm. I've experienced it before. Okay. So it, re- it reminded me of the, the experiences I have. And one of, one of the things that drives me insane, and, and I, I want to be fair, truck drivers, very valuable. I love you guys. I understand what you do. I think it's awesome. But if you're driving down a highway and you are literally cutting in front of another car, 
to pass another truck. Um, come on, G- give it another second. Wait for the real clear because you're only going to pass that truck, go up a hundred feet and then get back in front of the truck. Like, what are you doing? I mean, did you, did that last eight seconds, like save your load, like make your money? Like, are you serious? If no cars are out there, you guys could leapfrog all day long, but come on guys, get serious. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody could put a note in there and say, well, we do this because it keeps us fresh or it slows down erratic drivers like you, Jim, you know, whatever your excuse, just, just tell me, but if there's no excuse, stop, stop passing trucks while cars are coming in the fast lane. Wow. Sorry. I think this is going to be a first, Jim. What? Yeah. My pull of the pin has to do with traffic as well. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yep. How, how, how convenient since you didn't yeah. have one a minute ago. Oh, no, no. I, I have one, but <laughs> I, I have a lot. But, you know, it's just when I heard you talk about it, I said, you know what? <laughs> that one is very near and dear to my heart. You know what I mean? It's, it really is. And it's driving manuals. Why do we have them? I was traveling today and not very far on the highway and stuff. And uh, the fast lane, as you mentioned it, you know, then you have the other lane and then you have what they call the slow lane, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone comes up, if you have five cars behind you, why are you not moving over? I stopped getting mad at people years ago. Years ago, I said, well, maybe they're listening to some music. They're really into it. Or they're listening to some podcasts. They're very, you know, into the podcast. Or just, they're just daydreaming. Why? Been there. Done that. So I try not to get mad about it. But they don't use the turn signals. They don't, you know, be in the lane they're supposed to be in just to keep the traffic flow going. All of that is designed for a purpose. Right? And then when you see all of these this congested traffic, you know, and people want to stop just to be nice and you're causing a whole traffic jam back here. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know why we have driving manuals anymore. I truly believe we should pull the pin on driving tests. Just let everyone go out there and, um, you know, you turn 17, here you go. Here's your license. Right. Let us know. Let yeah. us know when you, you're ready. And, and you give, them all, give them all a car with a, a big trunk for looting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea, Mike. Uh, Just remember one thing. What's that? I said license, you said car. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Well, I was going to add on to that because everybody gets a free education in a car now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about the car thing, but okay. But hey, we got we got to find some way to keep them happy, right? Oh yeah. Oh everybody, yeah. Every nobody has to contribute; they just get everything. Yeah, but no more driving tests, no more driving manuals. Pull the pin, Jim. Awesome. I'm with you there. Uh, we are going to pull the pin on the show. <laughs> You're with me on that one? Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you because, like I said, I think nobody reads them. Yeah, that's true. So regardless if you have them, because I, I don't want to sidetrack this too far because there's laws in those manuals that people don't even realize. That's right. People that's right. don't understand that there's actually an intersection is designed for one car at a time. Yeah. Not three cars to try to see if they can beat the light. It's right, one car right. at a time. You don't enter until the car in front of you is out of the intersection. Yeah. That's law, my friends. Mm-hmm. It's, in the, it's in the driver's manual. It's taught. Uh, nobody, nobody, nobody ever abides. No. <laughs> 
So we're going to pull the pin on that. And we are going to pull the pin on this show right now because uh, that is all the time we have for this episode. If you like what we shared, if you want to come back for future episodes, just do what you need to do. And until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. Pull the pin.